Listener Production. A sea of green on our trading screens Friday with 90% of companies higher. And it's been another record-breaking session for the Aussie market. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Friday the 2nd of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura, happy Friday. Happy Friday. And what a Friday we've had. Absolutely. I mean, yesterday the market dropped back. Did not have a very good Thursday at all, but we have recovered and we've recouped all of those declines, the ASX 200 up by roughly 1.5%. And this means we've, of course, once again hit a record high. A brand new record high, two times in one week. And Mm -hmm. what's really important here is that we reached above 7,700 points, which doesn't sound like a lot or that important. But when we do break through those sort of thresholds, it's actually very important. Yeah, a bit of a psychological barrier, which we got above for the first time. We did finish or what looks like we're going to slightly below that, but still quite impressive nonetheless. We've only fallen once in 10 days market's up 14% from the low that was hit at the end of October. So things can change pretty quickly. And this week, of course, we had a few bits and pieces out, which we'll get to later, which certainly acted as a bit of a catalyst for our market. We'll see how long we can remain at record highs, but for a number of years now, it has been difficult for our market to stay at these kind of lofty levels for very long. Yeah. And as you mentioned, we didn't quite finish at that record high. So we did touch it during around the middle of the session, but then we ended slightly lower, but we still broke through that record and we did end up 1.5% today, which is pretty massive. If we look at over the week as well, yesterday, of course, it wasn't looking as good as it is today. We lifted by 1.9%. Absolutely. So a very solid performance indeed. If we look at sectors today, we had uh, 10 of 11 finishing higher today, just the utilities under a bit of pressure, but very strong gains. Most other sectors were up by more than 1%. Actually, all other sectors were up by more than one with some very strong improvements in a couple of areas which are interest rate sensitive. Exactly. So that includes the real estate sector. We've also seen the tech sector up by over 3% as well. The rest up by around 1.5% for the most part. And just back to that utility sector, we always say this, it is the smallest sector on the Aussie mm. market. It comprises of only three stocks. And today the dragger was actually AGL. And that's because an analyst came out and said that 12 months down the track, they expect AGL's share price to be lower. And that is why we saw utilities down 0.4% underperforming the market. Exactly. The smallest index on the market. Let's look at some of the improvers and I guess losers on our market today. The one area that received a lot of attention were uranium stocks. Yeah. So uranium stocks really kind of made up a lot of the winners list today. So I'm looking, the second best was Boss Energy. That's the one that's only recently come onto the ASX 200 late last year. Paladin as well. And basically lately we've seen uranium prices hit 16 year highs. That rally has extended in uranium prices. And that is of course clean energy for nuclear power. And this was all on the back of supply and demand concerns. So there's now a concern that there won't be as much supply because overnight there was an announcement from the world's biggest uranium producer over in Kazakhstan who basically said they'll be cutting their production for the year. So lower supply, less yep. supply of uranium means greater demand and that sort of pulls the strings of the, the prices. Yeah, and there's already been concerns about there not being enough. So it just adds to that whole narrative around a supply shortage. And you're right, we continue to see very strong gains from many of those uranium stocks. And we talked about this just a couple of days ago as well. We did see Boss Energy as the best performer over January and Paladin Energy was the third best. So they've been doing well for quite some time there. 
Absolutely. And Pinnacle Investments was the best performer on the ASX 200 today, up 8.6%. Now, the money manager released its results last night. Revenues were up about 4%. Funds under management, so the amount of money it's basically investing on behalf of people, above $100 billion in December, so almost 10% higher in six months. And it gained around $4.5 billion in new money that flowed through as well. So Pinnacle shares certainly standing out. Nickel Industries went the other way. It was one of the few companies on the ASX 200 that fell. In fact, only 15 of the top 200 companies actually fell in today's session, which is pretty impressive. But Nickel Industries declined on the back of it trading ex-dividend. So that just means it will be paying out its dividend to eligible shareholders. And that'll happen on the 19th of February. You'll get two and a half cents per share for anyone that holds shares in Pinnacle. Absolutely. Property stocks, we mentioned that a bit earlier in the podcast, but 3.4% higher today. So the best performers, this is a very interest rate sensitive area of our market and they seem to be improving partly on rate cut bets. So we've had lots of sluggish economic data this week on inflation and on spending and CBA expects that the RBA could cut rates by three quarters of a percent or 75 basis points later this year and by a further 75 basis points in the first half of next year. So that has certainly been very helpful for those stocks. So that could mean at least three rate cuts this year, right? Mm -hmm. But we'll have to wait and see what the RBA themselves has to say about it because we've had a lot of predictions around, but we haven't actually heard from the RBA themselves at all about rate cuts as of yet. Now, we gave a little preview yesterday of some massive companies over in the US who were going to be out with some profit results. And guess what? As expected, they came out with their profit results. So we did hear from three of the largest companies over in the US, Apple, second largest at the moment, overtaken by Microsoft just recently, Amazon, and also Meta Platforms, the parent company of Facebook. And overall, they did all beat expectations, but there was sort of a mixed outcome. So first of all, Apple. So beat expectations. Total revenue came in at $119 billion over the quarter. The expectation there was $118 billion. And iPhone revenue in particular, is of note because they make most of their money from selling iPhones and that was also a beat there, $69.7 billion versus the $67.8 billion that we were expecting. It did break its two-year streak of falling revenue thanks to strong holiday sales, but slumping demand for its iPhones in China was what saw its share price falling in after-hours trade. Its sales were down 13% in China and that can be blamed on an increase in competition and also an economic slowdown. Of course, they've had their COVID lockdowns and they've been struggling to recover from that. But these results came out one day ahead of their Vision Pro, which is a little bit on the pricey side. Slightly. Just slightly. That's like the VR headset. It's only 3,500 US dollars. In Aussie dollar terms, that's about $5,350. You'll be out of pocket if you want one of those VR headsets. Yeah, so I'm sure this is not really for the masses and it will probably take (laughs) some time before. um, I mean, there's some big fans of Apple. People are willing to spend on these sorts of products, so you just never know. It's true. It's true. People might have saved up all their pennies for it. Exactly right. Amazon was also in focus almost as big. It released its results, as you pointed out. So could actually help the US market when it reopens. Uh, The response seemed to be quite positive to its numbers. So stronger than expected sales and stronger than expected profits as well over the the key Christmas shopping season, the December quarter, and also its cloud computing sales rose by a good 13%. And Meta Platforms was a beat as well. Basically, it showed that their advertising market is recovering and that's where they make most of their money. So their sales revenue came in at $40 billion, just ahead of expectations. And they announced their first dividend. 
50 cents per share. Exactly. And that seemed to have quite a positive um, response from markets too. Let's look forward to tonight. There's an update on jobs growth for the month of January in the United States. And we also get Chevron, Exxon and restaurant brands, uh, just three companies to release their results. Next week, the highlight of the week here in Australia is going to be the RBA making their interest rate decision. This is the first meeting where the structure has changed and they'll actually be meeting eight times a year instead of 11 times, it'll be a two-day meeting. So it used to be just only a few hours. And on Tuesday at 2.30 p.m., we'll find out their decision. They're widely expected to keep interest rates on hold, but we'll be looking at what they say about interest rate cuts, as you alluded to earlier. Absolutely. And something that will be different this time around as well is an hour after that decision's handed down, there will be a press conference by the governor, something that has never happened before so quickly after uh, the decision was handed down. So that could provide a bit more uh, colour, I guess, and information about what's ahead. So any comment here or removal of uh, discussion around interest rate hikes, that could be uh, quite well received by markets. So that's going to be probably the highlight you'd imagine next week. And there will be a few other quarterly updates, a few earnings results as well, but not too many major companies doing so. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Hope you had a great week, everyone. Have a great weekend, Laura and friends, and we'll see you next week. It's been a cracker week on the Aussie share market. Let's see what happens next week. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.